Welcome to Views from the Porch, a podcast where we explore what it looks like to survive and thrive in your young adult years. Each week, we talk about the biggest challenges facing young adults today and how to overcome them from God's Word based on our weekly experience in leading thousands of young adults at the porch. For more info on the porch, visit theporch.live. Thank you for joining. What's up, guys? We are back with another episode of Views from the Porch. I am joined with Mrs. Elena Haas. Hey, guys. And Joshua Samford Tim. <laughs> so close. It's Daniel. What's up, team? Daniel. What are we talking <laughs> so about, JD? All right. Today we're talking about what we're calling rules of engagement. Or really, what does it look like? How do I how do I do the engagement season well? When should I get engaged? Everything around Getting that. Getting engaged yes. by spring. Yep. Man, I love it. How to be engaged well. Okay. Hey, when to get engaged. Before we go there, or uh, not even when to get engaged, kind of the rules of engagement. Here's what engagement looks like. As always, we're going to insert God's word and stand where it stands, be flexible. Some of this is just going to be opinion-based and based on our understanding of God's word, ways that you could um, both honor your fiance, honor their family, and um, and then some of it's going to be directly from God's word, yep. like, hey... Uh, keep the marriage bed undefiled. Yeah, and some of it from life experience and from others, like shepherding others through this season in their life. Yes, our view from the porch, the last 10 years of ministry working with young adults and the view that we have related to it. So um, when do you get engaged, guys? Yeah, that was a great question. You get engaged when you have found someone that you are, that is, loves the Lord, that is inside in community, that is, that is a surrender to his word and, and following hard after him. And if you're doing the same, if you are in a healthy place, again, dating inside of community, have others speaking into your life uh, is a great place. And when you've chosen, yeah, this is a person that I can surrender my life to or I can lay down my life every day for. That's when you get engaged. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. So the person, if you are, you've been dating well, you're dating someone who's a known commodity. You don't want to marry somebody. You're getting engaged to somebody who you just met, who nobody else knows. Um, uh, they're in community. They're surrounded by other Christian guys. If they're a guy, Christian girls, if they're a girl and others around you are celebrating, man, this seems to be a good thing. You know, Song of Solomon talks about when they looked on at the relationship that uh, Solomon had with his bride-to-be, others celebrated their love more than wine or more than a party. They were like, Mm -hmm. this is a great thing. And the scripture says, he who finds a wife finds a good thing, receives favor from the Lord. So if others are celebrating, you're walking in community, you're in a healthy place spiritually, and, um, and others are encouraging it, and you are ready to get married in the near future, you should get engaged. Yeah. And uh, by near future, what would y'all say? Uh, Three months. Three months. (laughs) I think standard or average for the general um, population is around a year. But I think we're saying that's not what you're saying is a good time frame. Not necessarily. I don't think, I think this is clearly opinion. So if you're engaged out there and you're like, we've been engaged for 11 months. <laughs> oh, my goodness, we're in sin. That's not true. No. Um, you may be, but we're not saying that the 11-month engagement is sin. But we are saying that, hey, just you need to get engaged when there is a end in mind. Like, hey, we're going to get married. Some people live in perpetual engagement. And they've mm-hmm. been engaged for mm-hmm. years. I've got family members that have engaged for years and years and years. And you'll talk to people and, and they'll call them my fiance. And they're like, well, when's the date? And uh, they're like, you know, we haven't set one yet. We're going to try to finish school and just not setting up for success. Mm-hmm. We're not saying that you have to immediately have a date picked out before you get engaged. We're just saying you should get engaged when there is a 
end in mind. You just don't want to self set yourself up to emotionally begin to yoke that you're going to be my my forever, yeah, my everything, yeah. and then we're going to wait for two years. Uh, sexual temptation is going to only get harder every single day. Engagement is terrible. It is it is all of the Hard. yeah. If you do if it you're right, doing it right, yeah, yeah. If you do yeah. it God's way. It's it's not fun, right? Um, it's like being at the airport. Yeah, it's not the destination. Like all the hard parts about marriage, with none of the good parts about marriage. Yes. <laughs> yes. And well, I was planning a wedding, and it's super shocking. Yes. Oh yeah. And by destination, I know someone is going to email and be like, "Marriage is not the destination either." You're right. It's not. Um, so I'm not even going to go into that landmine. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> Getting pulled off yeah, sides, yeah, people. Yeah, don't do that. Hey, Not I want to defend myself, David, before the people on listening here think I'm crazy when I said three months. Let me just explain that for, for me personally and for my wonderful wife, Molly. We knew that the... Um, engagement season is just going to be really hard. And we looked at it and said, man, I, I would love for that to be as short as possible, not because uh, we're trying to rush anything, but because we didn't see one, a reason for it to be longer. We knew we could plan and pull off a wedding in that time frame. So why wait? And we're excited, we were excited to join Life Together. And then also, frankly, just because I, I knew for myself personally on uh, keeping ourselves physically pure was just going to be something that's going to be hard for me personally. And that the longer I went with someone I knew I was going to spend the rest of my life with, but couldn't engage physically with her that it was um it was just going to continue to be harder and so i wanted to make that as short as possible because i was excited to be married to her hey man are you insecure about your three months everyone out here is going to be thinking i'm crazy and i have a reason for it, it wasn't just because i thought three months was um necessarily the right time frame but it was for us how do you decide on how long to be engaged you talk about it that that's very true you look at yeah you serve one another if you're a guy you are thoughtful of your wife or your soon-to-be wife, considerate of one another, considerate of family members, like seek to do not what is best for you, but best for others. Mm -hmm. And um, if you're listening and you are engaged, don't now use that statement I just said to be like, see, you should be using this to do what's best, not for you, but for others, like me. You have the mindset of Christ, which is that uh, Philippians 2 says, to seek not just for the good of oneself, but be considerate of others around you. Do nothing out of selfish ambition. But with humility, consider others more important than yourself or more significant than yourself. So anyways, as you evaluate it, look at um, the different circumstances that are involved. Try to honor family and navigate those waters well. But what are some of the things that if you're going to get engaged, you should probably consider doing? Yeah. And I'm not saying directly from scripture because we live in a unique time. There was a day where to pop the question, you didn't get down on one knee in biblical times and you didn't just go on some date and... Um, and plan out a whole big proposal, You, your dad went and talked to her dad and said, hey, I think they should get hitched. And uh, here's a donkey and we'll you know, have some sort of dowry that was paid. And then you'd go prepare a place for her and then you'd come back and get her. So this is a relatively modern thing. Do you guys know that? Yeah, yeah I do know that. Do you? Did you really? Yeah, I really knew <laughs> that. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not convinced, John. Hey, there's a part of me that thinks it was easier back then, though, if dad just went and had that conversation. There's a part of me that thinks you're still insecure about the three months. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Okay. Thing number one that I would do. Uh, it, well, one of the, I don't know if it's thing number one, but one of the things you for sure, I, I think, as the guy, uh, is, a, is a good practice is to talk to her dad. 
And if she doesn't have a dad, someone who may be a father figure in her life and she doesn't have that either her mom or, or people that are close to her that would look at her and have like brought her up or been that community and leading her in life and have that conversation yeah. and, and ask them one, asking them for permission because uh, it's amazing. One of the, my favorite well, so, something that I think sometimes gets missed in, at marriages is when a dad hands uh, his daughter's hand over to her soon-to-be husband. And that's just like, amazing because for years, he has raised her and brought her up in a way that he, that as best as he possibly could. Now he's like handing leadership and all of that over to him. And so the first thing, or one of the first things that you can do is just have that conversation with dad, get to ask her, get to honor him inside of that. When I did that, I actually asked, I asked for both her dad and her mom to have that conversation and just get to ask their permission and their blessing. Yeah. Which I think is a good practice, like to widen it, to even include, talk to her mother or father. Half of the people listening are from broken homes like myself and um, like my wife. And so having that conversation with her mom, having it with her dad, maybe she has siblings and calling and honoring just family members and, um, and asking for the parents' blessing giving them a chance to just speak into it, honor your, the Bible says to honor your father and your mother and as a, um, a step in the direction of soon to be underneath a father and mother-in-law, we just think it's honoring to have that conversation with them. There's not a verse. I wouldn't die on that hill. I wouldn't say someone is in sin if they got engaged without that. I just would say it's a good practice. Mm -hmm. It's not generally going to hurt. And then also, listen, sometimes a lot of parents will speak wisely. Here's why I don't think you should get engaged, especially if they are followers of Jesus and they're thoughtful and they're not just saying, well, son, you need to make a little bit more money, but they're saying, well, I don't, you're only 14, and I don't think this is a good idea right now. Let's wait, and you guys continue to date. And I was kidding about the 14-year-old comment. Neither of you got that. <laughs> but there could be parents who do speak into that. You may go pop the question, and the dad may say, well, here's why I think you guys should wait. And sometimes they're right, and sometimes you just ask, are you telling me uh, that you won't give me your blessing if I, um, if I think that that's not a good reason to wait? Because a lot of dads will be like son, you should get a little bit more established. You should move in together before you get engaged and, and things that are not good advice. But point being, hopefully that doesn't happen, but it's just a good practice to go honor her father and her mother yeah. and begin to have that. Um, what else would you guys say? Well, you, you need a ring. You need a ring. You need to buy a ring. <laughs> okay, I have a question to throw out there about Come the on. ring. How much? I think a lot of guys uh, wonder this. Yep. How much do you spend on the ring? Because there's something... There's things the, the world gives advice on, and I just Googled this on the internet. It says the general rule is you should spend at least two months' salary on the engagement ring. For example, if you're making 60000 a year, you should spend 10000 on the ring. What? That's what Google says when I just what? pulled this no. up. <laughs> Wait a second. Is that even good math? 10000 That's what this says. Wow. Oh, on, I guess it is. 60, that's gr good grief. Uh, I, I don't think we have an answer. Josh Josh made his ring because he's a weirdo and he was Amish <laughs> before this. You can also just buy Because well, I'm creative and she loves it. Uh, that also is a modern thing. And so I'm just saving us from the trolls who are going to be like, wait a second, you guys said rings and the Bible doesn't say... Yep. The Bible doesn't say you have to have a ring. So yeah. you, uh, you do you. A lot of brides, I would say all of them, but <laughs> a lot of them at least would like to have a ring. So be considerate of her. Think through what type of ring or diamond she would have as far as like, do you go ring shopping beforehand or do you spring it on her? You got to know your girl, man. So um, maybe talk to her sister if she has one. Hopefully someone in your community group 
can can be a thought partner. Again, we're not telling you, uh, we're just we're just talking life here. So we're not referencing that you have to do this, you have to talk to our community before you do that. We're just saying these would be things to just out of the principle of being considerate of your soon-to-be bride. Mm-hmm. Think through like what is going to bless her. So if she wants a ring made and fashioned out, and um, and if she wants a yeah. ring that's a, uh, what cut is your diamond, Elena? Um. Princess I mean, it's cut, oval. I don't oval know. Oval cut. I don't know if that emerald cut. Man, I remember that whole world of <laughs> looking for that stuff. But just be considerate of her, and you're going to go buy that ring. Be thoughtful, and then um, anything else on the ring thing? No, I don't think so. If I was like talking to my younger brother, I would say uh, find out what you think she would like. You're going to have to find a ring size. Generally, there's some family that can be involved in all that stuff. But the goal is not I like the ring. Well, it is I think my wife would. I also think a lot of guys. Well, let me just say, I've I've heard some guys um, through friends and other things like that the guy is waiting to ask the girl to marry him because he's waiting to have enough money to buy her a really nice ring. Stop that. Yes. And so a, I'm what glad you rejected that. Yes, thank you. That? I think that's a bad practice. Even what you said earlier about $5,000, $10,000 ring, like that's, I, I hate that we, I hope I'm going to come back and clean that up because I know you weren't saying that. You were just saying the world has Google, all types of- Google says at least two months salary. Yeah. Google- Google has never been engaged. Okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not even a person. I think Google's giving you bad advice. Though artificial intelligence is coming. So uh, that's not a great standard. I mean, the, the goal is not that. You you go buy a ring off of Amazon tomorrow if that's what you think your, your soon-to-be bride would like and that would honor her. And it doesn't have to be any particular. It doesn't even have to have a diamond or, or a stone inside of it. There's lots of, of godly couples who decide to not do that or do something different. But just be considerate of the other person mm-hmm. and don't force them of, hey, I was going to get you a diamond ring, but I decided that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give that to... Um, this uh, foundation that we both believe in on your behalf. Uh, that so here's a ring pop. <laughs> unless you think your fiance, yeah, would really like that. So I, <laughs> yeah. I would not delay getting engaged because you can't afford a ring. I also wouldn't go into debt over getting a ring. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if we're, we're talking high level, um, I'm not saying that's sin. I'm just saying I'm, if somebody asked my opinion, I would not go into debt because the borrower was slave to the lender and it didn't feel necessary. And at the same time, I would be um, thoughtful and if you're overly cheap, um, we it, always say overly cheap, which sometimes is a synonymous thing with greedy. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, you know who you are. Uh, <laughs> maybe you're on the side of just trying to be generous and and think of like, man, this is what I, I think my wife would really like. You can always go back and change it. Um, you know, your twentieth anniversary, your ten year anniversary. Yeah, you think good. You know what Nope. I think Where that. do you make a ring? Uh, so I did that <laughs> like at a, a place in the mall. Uh, there's, <laughs> there's, you build a bear and yeah. you build a ring. I, I walked into a ring shop and asked him, hey, I know this is really crazy. I don't want to buy a ring from you. I want to make a ring in your back shop. And he let me do it. He legitimately, I mean, he's a friend, kind of a known friend here at Watermark. Other people have used him. And I walked into a shop and said, man, I don't want to buy a ring from you. Would you let me get into your back shop with all the guys that are making rings back there and do that on my own? And he said, you're crazy, but yes. It sounds shady. It sounds yeah. like you went into a tattoo parlor. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's good. Um, and friends, please just to speak to that. If you don't have the money, if you're like concerned or you're not, you're waiting on engagement, which could be something that's actually more frustrating to the girl that you want to be engaged to because you don't have enough money. Um, again, to speak to that, I, I had a similar situation ring was not done yet, had not finished, but yet I knew it was a time in which to honor her best. I wanted to be engaged to her. And so I gave her one of those wonderful workout silicone bands that she wore for the first two months of engagement before the ring was done and she like loved it and she knew that the promise was there and she knew that it was like she knew the heart behind it. I explained to her that 
this isn't forever. I'm not overly cheap or just greedy. Um, so don't, I don't, I would not wait to buy a ring. Just Great, because. man. Um, so short engagements, talk to her family, try to honor her family and have it the, uh, the marriage when you're going to get married in, in sight, talk to her father, talk to her mother, ask for their blessing. Talk to, uh, I would talk to siblings, um, anyone who you think would be relevant to having that conversation. Make sure that your community group is all on board and supportive of it, thinks that this is a wise thing and doesn't see big problems in it. Hopefully you're in a community group where you have people who are believers inside of your life. What else would you guys say? Rules of engagement. I think a question that could be helpful for the audience is what would change uh, maybe on an emotional level, on a spiritual level um, between dating and engagement? Yeah. Like what, what does that look like? Yeah. yeah, Josh, what did you say? Yeah, more access to even yourself, which is really good. So what Elaine is speaking to is hopefully that if people, two people who love the Lord that are dating healthily, there's some boundaries in which we're talking about. They're probably ho- hopefully not talking through names of kids or should we homeschool or should we public school, but, uh, or even just like relationally where they're at the Lord. And so I think as you, as engagement happens, that begins to be different than dating while you're not yet married, there are conversations, which I think are going to be helpful inside of marriage. Once you get there, not only yes, getting to understand and know the relationship with the Lord more, my wife and I now, uh, for sure began to like pray more together, which I don't think is a great idea inside of, uh, dating. But then now that we had said, yes, we're, we're headed towards marriage that began to happen more. And then also there are some really real life practical things that we began to ask. And we got to ask questions like, man, where would you spend holidays and all of that, which I think is appropriate inside of engagement, but that may not be the best um, for dating. I don't know any like really good, clear, David, do you have any clear, like hard lines? Here's a, here's an area you shouldn't go while you're dating. Here's when you can go in engagement. Uh, they would all be like opinion. I, I would be careful with sex. I'd be careful with anything that moves your heart in the direction of like solidifying that that other someone naming of your yeah, children. Not having sex, talking about sex. Uh, yeah. Or both. Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. No, I mean, you don't want to be like, and, man, yeah. I can't wait to get a hold of you. <laughs> yeah. And uh, that just is going to like awaken love before it's time, which right. Song of Solomon says, do not awaken love before it's time. And... um. And so I would just be mindful of that, be mindful of spending a lot of alone time together um, because until you're married, you're not married. And, um, and so you don't want to, uh, there are broken engagements. Yeah. And, uh, and I'm not saying that you need to protect, you're going to have more, more conversations about future and planning and things like that. And that's part of the sweetness, even of making that commitment. Again, these are opinions. So just in case anything is upsetting or you think something would be different, um, we, uh, this is just our perspective on just being thoughtful and what you do talk about. But I do think you can you can begin to talk about more like future right. and our plans. Where would we live and things that you just have to make decisions on. And um, so does that? Yeah. Am I dodging it or is no, that? No, no. I, I'm thinking like people also. Uh, once you get engaged, you can be like, oh, well, we're going to get married anyway. So let's just kind of loosen up a little bit on some of these other areas. Like, and I think. I think where we would say is like, hey, one thing you don't want to be more relaxed on is purity. Like if anything, like tighten that up because the temptation is going to be even more stronger. Yeah, it's going to be stronger because, you know, oh, I am. We are going to be getting married. So it can be easy to validate things in your head of like, oh, it's okay now because we're going to be married soon. And there's the commitment. And it's like, yes, um, that is that's true. But there, like you said, broken engagements do happen. You don't want to like plan for that. But just know that you're not kind of in the clear. Don't start being married or acting like you're married before you actually are married. Yep. It's good, good, Elena. I love it. Um, 
Man, what other things? I feel like uh, we need to give, we're not giving an exhaustive list right now because I'm sure we've forgotten something. I'm sure, yeah. That you should think through and, and begin to plan and think about anything else come to mind? I don't think so. Love it. When you can see a destination of, hey, this is when we're going to get, or generally, uh, you don't have to have the, the venue reserved, but hey, I think that we could get married in the near future. Um, uh, and we'll just let you decide that. Just too long can be, it's just going to ramp up temptation. Um, honor their family as they do it. Um, hopefully you've talked a little bit about, they, they don't see this coming out of left field or it's third mm-hmm. date and they're like, what in the, um, but they, <laughs> they've seen this coming. You've begun to talk about what could be um, just the future that we have for us. And um, and I think that is it. If you have any questions about this or anything that we've talked about before, or you wanna know um, anything about our ministry, please email us at info at the porch.live. If you have a, a topic that you would love us to cover, you can also email us at info at the porch.live. Rate, review, subscribe. That always helps us. We hope that this content is helpful. We hope that you are encouraged to further just follow Jesus as mm-hmm. it relates to dating, as it relates to all things that he calls us to, to be his people and his disciples. Anything else you guys would add as we transition off? That's it, David. That is it. We will see you next week on another episode of Views from the Porch. We want to thank you for listening to Views from the Porch. For more information about The Porch Ministry, visit us at theporch.live or follow us on social media at The Porch.